0: Welcome back to another episode of the mind your hero podcast today is again an episode where I have gone live doing tea time chats, which happens every Thursday on our Instagram platform. At 11.11 UK time, this is a space where you get to explore manifestation with me and I answer all of your manifestation, mindset and human design questions. Today is an explosive and expansive episode on how you need to feel safe in order to attract your desires to you. There are so many golden nuggets in this episode, and I cannot wait for you to dive in, to shift your mindset, and to get into a space of safety so that you're attracting your deepest heart's desires. Now, as always, I would really appreciate if you do love this episode for you to share it with a friend or family member, or tag us on Instagram at MindYourHero so that we can celebrate and share the love with you. I hope you enjoy, and see you next week.
1: Within us all, there resides a hero. We just have to learn how to tap in and unleash the power inside. Kylie Ann Bowers is the founder of Mind Your Hero. And this podcast is the mind foot you need to transform your mindset, manifest your desires, and live a life filled with magic. Each episode inspires you to discover your dreams and equips you with the tools and courage you need to transform your life. We're so excited to have you here. Thanks for hitting play. Now, let's begin.
0: Welcome back to another Tea Time Chat, where we are going to talk about a topic that I am obsessed with talking about, which is money. Because when we talk about manifesting more money, we're actually encompassing so much more than just money. Because if you've been following us for any amount of time, you will know that manifesting more money is not about money. And I know that that sounds weird, but really and truly, manifesting more money is not about money. And today, we're going to go into the safety around manifesting. And I want you to know that even though we're going to use money as the main topic, this can be used for anything that you're trying to manifest. Because no matter what you're trying to manifest, you have to feel safe with it. So let's dive into this and kind of Explore why safety is so important when it comes to manifesting your your biggest desires. Mm-hmm. You may have heard before that there are two little sneaky villains that can really hinder you from receiving what you want. And these two little villains are doubt and fear. If you have doubt, if you have fear, you will never manifest your desires because you manifest from your subconscious beliefs. Okay. Now, if your beliefs are saying that money is unsafe, it's, it's the root of all evil, and rich people are greedy, things like that, if that is truly what you believe, then what happens is, is that your subconscious mind, which your subconscious mind's most primal, primal, primal function in this life is to protect you, is going to go full swing, kick into protection mode, and is going to repel your desires from you, or attract I don't like using the word repel because technically we're actually always just attracting, but for lack of a better terminology, it it helps you understand it better and easier. It will repel your desires from you because it wants to keep you in safety. It wants you to always be safe. So now if you are trying to manifest something that makes you feel unsafe, or it brings up anything that makes you feel like doubt or fear, you're going to repel it. So let's, let's, let's dive into this a little bit more and really get to the crux of it and really start to understand our parasympathetic nervous system, because this is, this is where, this is where the good stuff happens, guys. This is where the good stuff happens. So let's talk about money. Let's talk about manifesting more of it. Let's talk about why fear and doubt is going to block this. And how you can attract more of it and move into safety. Okay. So we've got our sympathetic nervous system in our body, and it's a really beautiful, beautiful, beautiful system. Essentially, when we're in our parasympathetic nervous system, we are experiencing our fight, flight, and fear activations. Okay. This is naturally wired in us, naturally. And we have to be really appreciative of it because this is the. the the nervous system that's in charge of making us run away when a bear is chasing us, it keeps us alive because its primary mechanism is for survival. And we have to be really grateful for it. But that is when our body is doing all these crazy things. Now, when your system spends too much time in the flight, fight or fear trigger zone, this is when you can also end up in burnouts, Okay. And we're going to get to talking a little bit more now about like why burnout will also not allow you to receive your desires. Because technically, your body is now trying to protect itself. It's in survival mode, and it's not going to bring in extra things that you want. So when you're in fear, flight, fight, freeze, that's what happens. And your body is always just, it's running on adrenaline. And adrenaline is needed, don't get me wrong. So is the sympathetic nervous system, the parasympathetic nervous system. But we have to program ourselves to move into safety. So, what happens when we move into safety? Well, when we feel safe, our body has its own natural capabilities of calming ourselves down. And when we feel safe, we attract more of that thing. Right. So if you think about gratitude, even let's use the concept of gratitude because gratitude is a much more spoken about topic and we understand gratitude a lot better. When you're feeling absolutely grateful for something, it's impossible for you to think negatively about that same thought. So let's just think about again, we're going to talk about money a lot here. If you think about money, and you're super grateful for it and you're really practicing gratitude from a deep open-hearted space you're going to attract more because it's impossible for you in that moment to feel ungrateful or to feel fear because you're on such a high vibrational frequency love is the highest form of frequency that we can feel and when we work from that truly open-hearted space and that space of love that's when miracles really really happen uh, what is it the saying it's a a grateful heart is a magnet for miracles can't remember who said that but a grateful heart is a magnet for miracles and that's such a beautiful quote it really encompasses it so when you're feeling safe around the things that you want to manifest all of a sudden your subconscious mind is sending different neurotransmitters to your body and these transmitters go oh it's safe it's it feels good this feels good, I'm attracting more of this to me. Now, when we start to feel unsafe, again, it's going to trigger two very, 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 very important belief systems that we really need to look at, okay? When we are feeling unsafe, you're going to start asking questions to yourself like, am I worthy of receiving this desire? Am I good enough? Am I lovable enough? Am I enough? Okay, and we often don't manifest what we want because we believe at a subconscious level that we are not worthy of receiving our desires and this is what again fear and doubt triggers inside of us it's all of these different neural pathways and different loops that start feeding us back this information like oh well maybe i'm just not good enough maybe i'm not lovable enough maybe i'm not worthy of receiving this and we manifest from our subconscious paradigms so this is why so many people come to me and they're like hi It's so easy for me to manifest small amounts of money or even a parking space or different things. But when it comes to the bigger things, I can't manifest and I don't understand why. Technically, you're always all all of the time manifesting. It's not a switch that you can go flick on and flick off, okay? Manifesting is the same as gravity. Gravity, you can't just go turn it off assume space then obviously that's different but on earth you can't just go switch off a a flat switch and be like okay cool I feel like floating around today no gravity is always working for us same as manifestation the laws of the universe and the natural laws of the universe are always working for us in our favor so once we understand all 12 of the universe laws and there's actually hundreds and hundreds and hundreds we actually start to be able to work with them to transmute them, to be able to understand them, to bring all of these things into our life, okay? So manifestation is happening all of the time, always for us. And notice my language in there as well. Manifestation is happening for us, not to us, for us. So when we start to take a moment to really analyze where we're not or how we're not receiving our desires, we can start asking ourselves better questions. And the first questions I'd like you to ask from today are, well, do I feel safe? Do I feel safe manifesting my desires? Do I feel safe in these bigger things? Do I feel that I am worthy of receiving these? And if you don't, then we've got some work to do. Then we've got some healing to do. Because when we are sitting with this fear, the doubt, and you're sitting in our fight, flight, and freeze mode, That's when it's a signal to us not to be hating on ourselves, not to be judging ourselves, not to be like, oh my gosh, now I've got anxiety. It's not to put a label on it. It's to observe it. Because when we can embrace the lower frequencies of our mindset, the lower thoughts, the lower vibration, all of these things, then we get to actually use that information to find the higher place to find a higher state of being, and that's what I love about doing shadow work, that's what I love about the gene keys, is that we really actually get a map to show us exactly how we might feel unworthy, undeserving, unlovable, all of these things, you get that map, and once you understand that map, it's like, oh, I'm experiencing the shadow, that's not a bad thing, I just get to embrace this, And I know what the gift is. I know what the the high frequency is of the state of being. And I know that from that place, I can really just unlock this great magical wisdom within me, okay? So this is why I love Money Code Mastery, because in Money Code Mastery, we actually look at where your energetic set points are, especially when it comes to money, and how you might feel unsafe. And when you understand where your energetic set points are, you get to move into programming it to being safe and one of my ultimate favorite exercises is the financial thermostat reprogramming your financial thermostat because if you can understand where your energetic minimum floor is and if you can understand where your maximum energetic ceiling is then you get to shift and break through those and that is just it's it's mind-blowing it's it's honestly just the most beautiful thing when you understand and have the awareness of where you stop feeling safe So for a lot of people, they will have a certain amount of money that they just can't seem to get past. And even if you're in a corporate environment, I I have a one-on-one client that I've been working with. And for her, she was like, it doesn't matter if I get a raise, if I get a promotion, if I get a new job, I just never get more than a 10% promotion, raise, bonus, et cetera. And that comes from belief systems. Okay, So if you change that, you're going to open yourself up to a world of different things. Another client that I had was also wanting to manifest a job and had set a really high goal for themselves. One that a lot of recruiters said was not possible. One that a lot of recruiters were like, I think you should maybe go down by this however much. And at the end of the day, this person got that job at the price point they had set. Because they programmed themselves to feel safe around that amount of money. And not only did they receive a promotion, but because they felt so much safer around money, they actually attracted an extra 11,000 euros into their bank accounts in the same month, not through anything else other than programming safety. And that is the beauty of doing this work. So ask yourself, where are you currently not feeling safe around your manifestations perhaps it's even relationships perhaps it's it's you know uh, the reason I love talking about money so much is that money is often the gateway to other things that we want to have in life so when we're talking about manifesting money it's uh, about manifesting more money it's not about the money itself it's about what that money can do for us so often for people it will be the feeling of freedom Often for people, it will unlock the opportunity to purchase a home, for example, and that home will provide that sense of safety and that security and expansion, etc. So this is why I love money, because money is something that we do naturally need to survive in this world, because it allows us to buy food. And even if you say to me, oh, but I grow my own vegetables, you need to buy the seeds, you need to have the land. So money is a resource that we 100% absolutely need. And when we start to realize that as well, and we start to realize that we live in an infinite, abundant world where there is more than enough for everyone, we can start to work with those energies as well. So I like to always say to people, because a lot of people think, oh, but if I have more money, then that person's going to have less." Now, okay, it's a very rainy day in Ireland today, (laughs) proper Irish weather. But if I had to go and theoretically stand in the sun, which is there I know it's there behind the clouds (laughs) I would be receiving the vitamin D that I require for the day now if somebody in say for example Australia or America had to go and stand outside in the sun when their sun was up would it have taken away from my time in the sun no because it's an abundant infinite resource and money is the same thing money is always growing money is always expanding money is always working for us and when you do manifest money from an open hearted place and I know that the people that I attract in my community especially are people that are really genuinely good human beings that want to do incredible things with money it's not just for greed and corruption and all of those things which also again make us feel unsafe when you think about how other people can use money but money just amplifies who we already are Money just amplifies our life as it already is. So if I had to go and take my magic wand right now and wave it over your life and be like, he has a million dollars, would your life as it is be infinitely better or infinitely worse? Because your relationships as they currently stand will just be enhanced and amplified. So if your relationships currently make you feel crappy, are not in your highest good, make you feel drained, et cetera. You're going to have more of that if money comes into your life. If you are living in your purpose and you have such a passionate life and you're super grateful every single day for everything that you have, even though it might not be where you want to be right now, but you're still so grateful and I wave my magic wand, go wish, 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 it will amplify that and money will be able to help you expand on your passion, your purpose even more at a greater level. So really think about that. And ask yourself, is your life currently how you have always imagined it to be? Or do you have to do some work there? And again, this is why I love Money Code Mastery, because for the first, I think we've got like one phase that we actually really speak about money. For the rest of the phases, we're working on making sure that our lives are prosperous and fulfilled in the most beautifully abundant ways. Are you living in your purpose and feeling so deeply fulfilled that? When I wave my magic wand, go wish, wish, wish. It amplifies that so that you really are opening up your hearts and living out your purpose even more. When we look at our relationships, your relationship, <laughs> your relationships with your parents, a loved one, a, a friend, all of those things will actually also show you how you are in a relationship with money and what that relationship is actually mirroring back to you. And if we can really deeply heal those relationships, Wow. That's just going to be so expansive. And once you've really tapped into those energies and you understand how you operate in your own unique way, because like I always say, there is no one size fits all strategy for how you manifest. And each and every single person I'm speaking to today, you are a once in a lifetime cosmic event. So how can there be one strategy? that actually works specifically for everyone in the world when we're all so different. We, we are all so different. We all have our unique codes. And that's what, again, I love about Money Code Mastery. It really, really allows you to tap into your own uniqueness. It allows you to understand your own beautiful codes at a DNA level. That's essentially what it does. So, yes. This is why safety around money or whatever you're trying to manifest is important. This is why we have to constantly remove the fear and doubt by understanding it. It's not about going, I'm really, really scared, so I'm just going to push myself out of my comfort zone and do it anyway. There are times where that will work, but there's also a reason why that fear is there. And you need to go back and really understand why the fear was there in the first place. So, I see that there's some questions coming through. I'm going to answer some of the questions, then we will stop the recording and have a free-flowing conversation. If you are tuning in for the first time to one of our Tea Time Chats, this is a space that happens every Thursday at 11.11, well, until I go on maternity leave, where you get to ask me anything and I'll have spoken about a topic. So, today's topic was obviously safety around manifesting more money and come on join us we're on instagram we're on facebook in the manifestation community and it's a space where you really can just ask me anything so does anybody have any questions specifically on safety with money i'll choose one or two and then i will move into a more free flowing phase of this conversation and yes i also really love the example of the sun it really really helps um, Oh, I love that. I am me and that is my superpower. That is a beautiful affirmation to use. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful affirmation to use. And I always love conversations. So I love all the comments. I love all the interaction because I am a generator, which means that my strategy is to respond. And if I don't get the comments and if I don't get the questions and if I don't get all the interaction from you guys, then I have nothing to respond to. And that's when I move into frustration. Okay, so, oh, I love that. Okay, so how do you overcome fear? Beautiful question. So there's a couple of tools that you can use. One is to, okay, so it depends on what your fear might be. So again, this is where I love using your human design chart, because if you understand your human design chart, and even if you don't use your human design chart, but I'll talk to you while of the human design chart. So when you use your human design chart, you'll be able to understand where your shadows and your blocks are really easily, depending on your definition, okay? So that's, again, something that we go through in Money Code Mastery, and it's been amazing because I've given the ladies, and, well, we don't have a gentleman yet, but we give the ladies... A beautiful coloring and exercise where they get to write affirmations to rewire this, but you first have to create an awareness of what the fear is and where it's come from. So once you have that, then you can start to use tools to rewire the fear, okay? So you first have to find out what the fear is specifically. Then you can use timeline therapy to reprogram it, you can use hypnosis, you can use meditation, You can also use affirmations or subliminals, things like that to help you reprogram it. Um, But having the awareness of what the actual fear is and where it comes from is the first step. So it's always about awareness. Then it's about transmuting that fear and then it's about reprogramming it. So just remember that for a lot of my audience, you're probably between the ages of 20 to 40, some younger, some older, that's okay. But you have lived with this belief for probably majority of your life, okay? And how I always say, like, limiting belief work is not just about going to the gym once and doing one setup and then expecting a six-pack for the rest of your life. It's consistent programming. So once you have the awareness, it does start to shift. And then once you repeatedly program the new version of yourself, it does start to shift and change. But what happens is, is that we also then reach new levels. And this is what I found with myself, with my business, with my money mindset, because everything I teach is actually because I've had a living expression of what I've needed to teach others. And I've really had to work deeply on my money mindset this year. And when I've reached a new level, I haven't felt safe again. And I've sometimes wanted to go back and old money p- patterns come up, but it's not because I'm moving backwards, it's because I've attained a different level and there's a new fear that's at that level. So then the reprogramming needs to just kind of happen again. The strategy always stays the same, but the beliefs might change and alter. So I hope that that answers that question, Diesel. Um, Really great question. Okay, so could this feeling of unsafeness be linked with nature versus nature? 100%. So again, <laughs> human design charts actually shows you even more on like the shadows versus blocks. It shows you what will be conditioned through the outside world, OK? So it will show you where you're susceptible to conditioning and what those conditioned beliefs might be. So you've got a roadmap to that, which is really, really beautiful. Then you've also got the things that you inherently born are born with, the wisdom and the, the, the kind of like how I like to explain it is that you will have had subjects that you've already passed. And you've gained a lot of wisdom on it. And that's more your nature, right? But there's going to be things in your nature as well that you live in the lower expression of. And that can be really, really tricky. That's more of a block. Whereas the things that will have been programmed by external sources, so this will be looking at your parents, like how they will have programmed you. Again, never blame our parents. It's just to really understand that they've had programming from their parents and their parents and their parents, and everybody's done the best of their ability with the resources and the tools that they had available to them. But it's to understand that we will have received conditioning from our tribe which will be our parents which will be our caretakers the people nurturing us growing up and we will also have received conditioning from society from what we consume on a daily basis and we'll also have our lived experiences where we've had our own encounters and that's more the nature stuff Of how we've assumed certain things about the world because we've got filter systems so we're always generalizing deleting and distorting information and making of it what we will so somebody i know this is cliche but somebody might see a glass that has like if it's a hundred mil glass and it's got 50 mils of water in it somebody might see that as half empty somebody might see that as half full and somebody might be like oh it's the halfway point so there's going to be different ways of perceiving the world and we have our own filter systems that perceive different events differently as to how they happen and that's why I really do love timeline therapy because we get to go back on our timeline heal certain memories collapse timelines heal timelines and really talk to every single cell inside our being of how our new stories need to be so I hope that that also helps um okay Ooh, what an interesting question, Boone. So could your partner affect your manifestation if they're on a different frequency, maybe a different belief system, mindset, etc.? So I love this question because something that I've been doing in my relationship recently is manifesting together. And we are manifesting. So I'm going to be a little bit more specific on this to help you guys understand. So Lloyd and I are currently manifesting our dream home. okay. But we have to be on the same page with what we are wanting to manifest. However, how we each do it will be quite different because we've gone through our pull sequence and our gene keys and we understand like he has a different reason for wanting money versus how I want money. So the reasoning behind our manifestations will be different. Again, there's no one cut, one size fits all strategy for anybody And we're really honoring our own unique codes in how we manifest. So we've got an aligned vision and we know that it's four bedroom home. I've gone into more detail with the kitchen. He may have gone into more details of the study, et cetera. But we know that it's four bedroom home, it's garden, and that's what we're manifesting. So we really are manifesting it, but we have to realize that we each have our own dharma. We each have our own soul's lessons. We each have our own ways of understanding and interpreting the lessons that we need to learn in this lifetime. So when my fears come up, they're going to be completely different to Lloyd's fears. And I will need to work on my own fears separately. Lloyd will need to work on his fears separately. We will each have energetic set points of where our financial thermostat programming may be at this current time. So again, I will have to work on my financial programming, and he will have to work on his programming. I'm obviously in the space of entrepreneurship, which means the way I believe money can come to me will also be different to how Lloyd believes money can come to him being in a corporate environment. So yes, there are those things. Um, And I think also a little bit, so that's like manifesting together. And I think your question also asks like, if you're trying to manifest something and somebody's feeling really negative towards it, can it affect, affect you? It can, especially if they're in your aura space all the time. So if you're wanting to manifest something and another person genuinely deeply believes that they cannot, that you cannot manifest it and they keep putting that energy on you, especially in your open centers in human design, you'll be sucking in that energy and then amplifying it. So you'll need to really discharge of that person's energy and go back to protecting your energy every single day, cutting ties where necessary. And it's not to say that if you're cutting cords with a person that you don't love them, it's not to say that you're trying to cut them out of your life. It just means that you are removing the toxic energy that you are receiving from them and you're allowing yourself to fully go back to yourself. So yes, that's why you know we always do look at when a a child moves away from the home environment, they actually start to learn how to become their own person because for the first time, they're probably not in a home environment where they're manifesting through their parents' belief systems. And that's why, again, parents' belief systems are so important to be cognizant of, or caretakers, whatever you have grown up with, because they are influencing you. So it's so, so interesting with human design. If you have an open head center in your human design chart, and by the way, I know that there might be some people that are on today's Tea Time chat that might not even know what human design is, and that's okay. What I would highly recommend doing is just starting with human design by getting to know your human design type, which is either a generator, manifesting generator, manifestor, projector, reflector. And we've got some really cool free content if you just go into our freebies section in our website so you can click on the link in our bio. I'll put it in the show notes it's it's pretty much everywhere there's a couple of free things that you can go through there to start understanding your human design, but let's just say I have an open head Center and I go out for dinner with a person that tr- I have an open head and an open vagina senses. Now, if I go to dinner with somebody that's like, oh, I really want a burger. And I also truly believe that this burger is going to be the healthiest thing for me. Then I might actually start to take on those belief systems in that moment and believe that the burger is going to be really, really healthy for me. And I'm not saying that a burger is unhealthy or healthy. We are not going into that conversation. I'm just saying that this is how belief systems can be transferred and used and, that is really, really interesting to see how belief systems can be transferred between people if somebody's got an open head center versus a defined head center, okay, or ajna centers where the belief systems will sit. Another thing that explains this is the the, the idea of thoughts trans um not transforming, leaping over to somebody else. So I know that you have probably experienced this phenomenon before where people are like, Oh my word, I was literally just thinking that. Or I was just about to phone you. Or I was just about to, like, I was just thinking of you. And again, there's that thought transfer. That's the, the word I was thinking of. There's this concept that there are ideas that transfer. Um, and that's, again, because we're in other people's auras, we're in other people's energy. And the gene keys grow so much more in depth into this, where we've got collective things that we're all feeling at the same time. There's a reason why there's just certain periods where it's like, why is everybody like all of a sudden breaking up or everybody's buying a new home? There's certain energies in the world where we do all feel it collectively. So I hope that that answers those questions. I um, really enjoyed those questions. So I just want to say thank you to anybody that's listening to the podcast because I'm going to stop recording the podcast now. But again, if you ever want to join a Tea Time Chat, it happens at 11 UK time every Thursday on the Mind Your Hero Instagram and a platform, as well as the manifestation community. And we're now going to open it up to a more free-flowing discussion.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Hero podcast. We hope it's lit a fire within you to go after and achieve your dreams. If you loved this episode, we'd be honored if you would leave a review and share it with your friends on social media. As a thank you for sharing in our dream to inspire millions across the globe, we'll gift you a guided meditation that will allow you to step into the power of your inner hero faster than you could ever imagine. For daily inspiration, be sure you're following us on all social media platforms at MindYourHero. We've absolutely adored our time together on this episode and look forward to you tuning in again. Until next time, we wish you a magic-filled week.